0: The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait, sunshine. You just wait.
0: Get ready for the passion.
2: To whom it may concern. You.
0: Get ready for the raw emotion.
1: Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari!
0: Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Well... We were going to be excited for another F1 race here on the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. As always, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villa Gomez. We were supposed to enjoy a race this weekend. We should have already been watching qualifying and practice and all the good stuff in Italy. Unfortunately, me from California sent that atmospheric river over to Italy. And now, unfortunately, Italy's flooding. And there can be no Italian Grand Prix. Uh, I did not see anything about rescheduling, so I think we're just going to consider this one a loss, unfortunately. But, Cody, already it hit us, and I'm just not happy about it, man.
1: Yeah, we were so excited, right? We talked about it before. We had a couple races in a row with a small break. Then it was going to be three straight weeks of F1 racing. Got all pumped up, and uh, here we are, no race, unfortunately. Of course, our thoughts are with everyone uh, in that area that's affected by the flooding and, and everything. And I think that the uh, F1 uh, made the right decision, which we don't always see from F1, right? Uh, but they did make the right decision here in, in uh, thinking of the fans and, and the people of the area and uh, giving them the, the time and space to, to recover from what they've been going through.
0: Thus proving that the only thing that can stop Max Verstappen is the weather. Uh all right, we have a very special guest on the show because no race to talk about. We get to talk to some friends and that's the exciting part of uh, of this and the good outcome of it. We're very honored to have on the show part of the F1 money gang. He is Shaddy, but you know him best on Twitter at F1 Capper. Capper man, I'm just going to call you Capper now because that's just how it's going to go. Capper, totally we are fine. we are super excited to have you on and I mean, we've been following each other for a while. Now we get to actually chop it up on the show. Thanks for joining us, man.
2: No, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate y'all having me on the show. Love the work you guys do. And obviously, Cody, we've gone a a ways back in uh, the early days. But yeah, no, happy to be here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're super, super glad you could join us. Um, Obviously, yeah, we love all the work you guys are doing over there. Um, And We'll let you plug your stuff here in a bit, of course. But uh Super excited you could join us. Sad we don't have a race to talk about, but yeah, still plenty of uh things around F1 to talk about, still some odds out there. Not I was kind of hoping that maybe they would be quicker to getting the Monaco odds up. We've got a few things here and there, but not as much as I was hoping for this early. But uh we can still kind of take a look ahead and uh and see what maybe we to expect next week.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh definitely uh it sucks for the F1 fans, but uh like you guys called out, I mean, you know, this was the right thing to do. Uh, when you got lives at stake, you know people are losing homes. I mean, it's it's not the appropriate time. So um, unfortunate situation, but um, you know you can't control the weather, can't can't control mother nature. So
0: it's weird to think though, because in a day and age where the show must go on, right? And there's so many people with so much money tied up into every single yeah. one of these weekends that for this type of entity to just straight up cancel our race, I mean. Yeah. Have you seen this before, other than COVID, uh, in in the sport? Really?
2: Uh, there was one moment; it wasn't canceled, but uh, twenty nineteen Suzuka, the there was like a typhoon that was hitting, and they were talking about canceling then. But what they ended up doing was they they saw what the weather pattern was going to be. Got to you know Saturday, and they're like, "We're canceling everything on Saturday. Got to get people safe." And then the next day it was like beautiful. Right. And they put qualifying on the day of the race. And funny enough, that was when I just started getting knee deep into the odds stuff, because that's where I was able to catch one of the bookies, um, miss So that was probably the only other m- moment. Um, but this is definitely something I, and again, maybe there were some, you know, histories back in like the nineties and two thousands, but something like this, I don't, it was very odd, too, because you you, you kind of expected, like, there's no way they can go on with the race when you see the pictures online and everything. And then it, they waited until the last moment because, yeah, they definitely want to make sure that, you know, they're accounting for all those things. I mean, that's a lot of revenue for the city, too. People don't recognize that is yes. that is something for tourists uh, and, and especially in the day and age we're in right now with inflation c- crashing everywhere across the world. Um, it it definitely hurts in so many ways for for F one two and but specifically the the region um, around there. So yeah, definitely something that is uh, pretty. It just sucks. So, I
1: was didn't we have a a grand prix last year towards the beginning of the season where there was like a building blowing up next to the track or something oh yes yeah, yeah. so that was just <laughs> oh, yeah, race like it they was like eh, don't worry about what's going on over there well, <laughs> let's
2: be real over there they make up their own rules They're like no no it's fine it's fine so
0: yeah oh, don't worry about it. the that's dog that. sitting in a chair with flames all <laughs> okay. around it. this Ready is fine here. <laughs> this is totally fine <laughs>
1: yeah. um all right but We're- i do think that 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 shows the human side i mean yeah like all the money that's invested all the the worldwide and there's fate you know and everything and then like but we can still all be humans and say, look, those humans are hurting and we can't. Yes, the show must go on, but not in this way. And and we can still oh, be yeah. humans to each other and, and treat the people how they should think, be treated and, and respect their uh, what they're going I, through.
2: And I think of it like I, I know this is more dramatic. Um, definitely. And I'm not going to compare that. But like, you know, when you think of Hurricane Katrina, right, like when that hit. Could you imagine if they tried to put on events or anything when things were going on like that? No, absolutely not. Like you just, you just can't. I mean, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, especially the world we live in now. Like obviously, we don't need to get into politics and stuff, but just like how the world is now, where you still see that people can just stop and understand pain other people are going through, and and not, uh, you know. And at the end of
2: the day this is supposed to be a sport. This is supposed to be fun. And when you have things happening around you that is not fun, and then you're trying to do an event, what good is that? So it's not really that great. So, Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: definitely not. Um, all right, we'll continue this conversation on the other end. we got to tip away for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue with Capper, our conversation, just talking all things F1 to fill you in until the next race, of course, is Monaco. But we'll be back after... We tell you about Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with, get this, no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right. You heard me right. Zero percent interest. Simply deposit funds into your account and Edge Boost is going to match that deposit so you can use twice the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances as you build a repayment history. My Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day is, look, it doesn't matter. It's Max Verstappen. Just double down on that because you're going to come out the winner more often than you won't. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800- gambler so for as much as as italy loses out on this i mean did you even hear any talks of a reschedule or a retry or anything because i didn't read anything about them even trying to retry this which i could only imagine would be a herculean task
2: yeah and that's i mean they hinted it Obviously, when they said they first cancel, of course, that's your first like knee-jerk reaction. You want right. to try to find a way to to push that in and uh for many reasons, but um no, I mean it, it honestly, it's one of those things that it, it really wrecks uh the, the calendar. I mean, depending on your perspective, I mean some drivers will probably think, well, that's just one less race, but that might have impacts to uh the the driver standings and obviously not max, but if we were focusing on like Alpine and and McLaren and those teams like that one race could actually make a difference in where they are in the standings. So um, I have not heard anything. I would be surprised if they come back later and say, hey, we can shove it in, you know, in this weekend. But logistically, you have everything set throughout the year that how do you just find the time to just plug one more race in? So I have not heard anything yet. But we'll see. You never know. Maybe F one pulls something out of their hat and they just say, "Here you go," and we'll put a race. But I I doubt it.
1: Yeah, there and there is enough gaps in the schedule as far as like there is not a race every week like a NASCAR or or something. So there is weeks you could plug it in, but like you said, logistically and like obviously this is a worldwide thing and you're moving across, you know the globe basically to to get all these things in so it's definitely not just a plug and play and hey let's run over there and and run a race this weekend because uh there's a few more things that go into it than that
2: yeah the only thing i could say is yeah you could try to plug it in around that like you know summer break when uh, i think july 30th after belgium then they have like i think pretty much a whole entire month and then they go to the Netherlands at the end of August and then Monza, maybe that can, they could try to squeeze it in there, but they would have to make that decision like really fast right now. Um, so if you, if you do expect anything, it that would be the time period to maybe plug it in. But other than that, I couldn't see beyond that where they could plug it in because then they go to like Singapore, Japan, back to Qatar, then the United States. And it's just logistically a nightmare for them.
0: So. From a point standpoint, too, that's got to be a little frustrating. I, I mean, I know that it's not, it doesn't really matter, I guess, how many points you end up with in the end as far as how many are possible. But, yeah. I mean, teams bank on that kind of stuff. You know, they, yeah. their, their calculations are there. If I get a fast lap here, that's a point. in this race, you know, obviously scoring enough points in a, in a given race, but I don't know. I mean, I, I can only imagine what these teams are going through right now, just not being able to race this weekend.
2: Actually, the one thing I'll even call out I think maybe teams will not like is the fact that a lot of them have planned upgrades for this weekend and specifically like Mercedes and Ferrari. Yeah, that, was, yes. that, that was the one big thing. And especially like, uh, and I'll focus on Ferrari for a second. Like they were supposed to have a new suspension going for Imola. This was the time to try to test it out for the rest of the season. Now they got to bring that suspension test to Monaco, which is probably not ideal to want to test your suspension on. So, this could probably be, I don't know. It could, it, it's just unknown. It's, it could be a disaster. And then Mercedes has planned all these upgrades that they're still going to do. Um, so, it's just going to be a big gamble for these teams trying to do these tests at Monaco. And then they finally maybe get to a track. So, it, it sets them back a little bit because they had it so planned. They're very efficient when it comes to their planning. So,
1: I, and I think that that's probably the the biggest thing that's going to be impacted from this being canceled yeah. is, obviously Red Bull probably not going to miss a beat. Some of the smaller teams there's only so much they can do, but for these bigger teams, specifically Mercedes and Ferrari, that do have these plans, and, and they're already in the hole. It's one less week to get out of that hole. Not going to oh, yeah. catch Max likely, but to to get to you know the next specs after Red Bull and to make any gains to catch up and even. You know to help looking forward into the future so i think yeah. that that's probably the the biggest impact in my opinion
2: yeah and it's and honestly i i, I think mlo is a fun track um it would have been a fun track to watch them race too so to to go from uh from miami then to nothing and then we got to go to monaco we'll talk i know we're going to talk about monaco but it, you kind of know where i'm getting to it's like this would have been a fun one before we got to that so yeah.
0: I can imagine that Mercedes and Ferrari are cursing right now. They're like Red Bull even controls the weather. How the heck
2: are they going gonna- <laughs> to This is this is Christian's fault. I know. <laughs>
1: He, he ordered this put up, it on know. netflix
2: put it on netflix
1: <laughs> as long as they report this as part of their budget whatever it costs to, to order the storm up
2: more sandwiches <laughs> for everyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're like listen they were they were gonna play some catch up with us but unfortunately we're not gonna let that happen so uh go <laughs> ahead unleash your upgrades on monaco because guess what they ain't gonna do you any good uh on that yep. track at all uh, yeah. that's too funny so I mean again from a betting standpoint obviously it does it does suck to not have a race this weekend because yeah. obviously you know we, we did have to suffer through uh, a couple of off weeks got excited about the fact that we were gonna have more weeks to come now we have to cool our heels again but it gives us some time to sit back and reflect I suppose on what's been kind of a crazy predictable yet unpredictable season altogether yeah. um, and and full of stuff that we thought was going to happen and some stuff that we could not really have foreseen. Uh, And we can talk all about that. Let's step away one more time. I just want to get this. I want to get the break out of the way so we can come back and, and uninterrupted uh, breaks on this. So, I don't even know where we're at on time, but we'll just get this break in, and then we'll then we'll cut
1: loose for the rest of the show. So yeah, you're making it hard on me because in the NASCAR one, we usually have the timer with the video, and uh, now I don't even know where we're at.
0: No, I'm watching. I'm keeping an eye on the time, but I've got to do math because I started it rolling a little bit before. So <laughs> that's all right. We'll we'll get this. We're close enough for the bosses. They'll have they'll be happy enough with this. So hang tight. We'll be right back. But let me tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May, and not only do you get an amazing 50% off offer, but you have a chance to win $500. As always, Shady Rays has got you covered from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and of course, so much more. Shady Rays have got durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. I tell you all the time, every single pair of sunglasses you get is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you take it out of the box, drop it, step on it, Done it before. Don't laugh. They're gonna tell. To- they told us that they're gonna send you a brand new pair with no question. They won't even care how you do it. They're just gonna send you a brand new pair. Wear your shady rays with confidence because they've got your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them for whatever reason, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Always no risk when you shop with shady rays. Team's always got your back. And, of course, for our international listeners, this is an F1 show. There are some of you out there. Shady Rays has got you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the U.K. Right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to SportsGamilyPodcast.com shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. All right. So we've seen that. You like that shady, right? Because you, you just told us. I was about us. to
2: say, man, you've been calling shady rays. And I'm like, are you calling my name? Is that me? Like, I am. I'm all for it. I will. I will help push that for you.
1: <laughs> Go over your sunglasses after you. you yeah.
2: I'm telling you, I love it. <laughs> uh,
0: that's what I'm saying. Go. So get your two, get your two pairs of shadies and, uh, and wear them and be like, these are my glasses. They named them after yeah. me.
2: <laughs> Next time on the show, I'll have to do that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, so look, you've obviously been following F1 uh, longer than me, first of all, and a little bit longer than, than Cody, really. Um, and, and we talk a lot this season, and, and even last season when when Max was in the middle of his gigantic, just dominating tour. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it, right, when you watch this much dominance, you, you get excited because it's like, man, this guy's really good. But then after a while, the, the novelty wears off. It only takes you until five or six years, 10 years down the road to recognize what you were living through that you were mm-hmm. tired of for so long. Like, What does this Max Verstappen dominance over the field do to you as a fan who's been watching for a few years now?
2: To be quite honest, I am desensitized to it because when I started getting knee-deep into F1, 2012, I went to the inaugural race in CODA, I didn't have a true team i followed mclaren mercedes and i knew about hamilton and and whatnot i just always loved mclaren and mercedes as manufacturers in general and then i went to the race and i i just fell in love with mercedes and lewis hamilton he won the race and for me i didn't realize and i at the time i did not like Vettel and red bull so it were it just seemed like it was a good fit And little did I know what was going to happen next. It was just going to be a complete dominance by Mercedes. Typically, I'm not that guy that likes to just jump on the bandwagon of a good team. So seeing how Mercedes has dominated, that was awesome as a fan because I loved it and everything. And, But yes, I had other F1 friends who are hating it. They hated it. I heard it every time. I loved it. I would make fun of them every weekend. It was great. But yeah, I did see like how boring it could be for them because they're like, "Oh, it's just another race." But at, for me, with racing in general, and you guys might be able to relate, it doesn't matter whether it's F1, NASCAR, or whatever it is. You, you don't always pay attention just to the first, you know, who's P1 or two. You're also paying attention to who's in the middle of the pack, who's actually supposed to be in the back that tries to climb. Like you want to see that growth from those drivers and as someone that's just been following it that's what i love to pay attention to every race i quite honestly every race now i just like okay red bull sure but i'm so invested into like p3 Alonso maybe versus uh ferrari or mercedes right alpine i that's probably been one of my teams that i just been loving secretly in the past two years and i just love watching their battle with either a mclaren or sometimes even a mercedes so like you just you just learn to watch everything and you know beauty of f1 tv is they do try to give you that coverage of everywhere not just focusing on on max so if you can just set that aside and look at look at everything else then you actually see there is more entertainment and I know everyone was complaining about Miami race. Not it did seem boring, whatever it was. But it actually had the most overtakes out of all the races so far this year because you just got to pay attention to everyone else. I mean, it's pretty interesting. So
1: that's part of what what makes, or that's yeah, what makes betting on it so so much better too. Because yeah. it allows you. You're worried about that battle for tenth place, like who's sure. going to get in the points, or like you said, the podium battles, or. Even if it's the guys battling for 17th and 18th, like, yeah, if you have them in a head to head, you're watching that battle. And that's what betting helps make it even more exciting. Like, oh, yeah. Even, even as a fan, you can watch those battles and, and follow the stories, especially with Drive to Survive, right? We've, yeah, you know, looked into these drivers' lives and we kind of know everybody's stories and stuff. But when you add the betting aspect on top of it, that's, uh, that's one of my favorite parts is, is watching these battles all the way in the back of the field. And it's like, why do you care? You know, you're watching with somebody else. Like, why do you care so much about the guy in 16th? Like, I care a lot about the guy. Yeah. I care more about that than the, than the guy running away with the lead. Like, because that's, it's, that's it's, the battle you're worried about. And, it, and and to see how the, if we're
2: focused on books too, to see how it's evolved. Even for me, like I've never been, this is the first year and a half, I'll say. The first time I've seen so many different markets for f1 um i did see it with indycar i know it's mixed with indycar and and nascar is even getting there too with it um but like f1 betting it 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 just was crazy how many markets you can bet on especially if you go look at the uk books which i've been exposed to a lot more with some of the uk guys we have but it's absolutely incredible um you can bet on like anything just about anything with f1 and it doesn't even have to be with a driver you could just be like we've talked about classified drivers too right over unders on that drivers leading laps there are so many different ways you can try to drive entertainment through betting um but yeah like uh alpine top 10 is a uh, default every week guys <laughs> that is what i've been doing for the past year you just do it so
1: uh, that's rod with his uh, red bull pit fastest pit stop <laughs> Yeah, every week that's his auto i one. mean I, it's <laughs> yeah it I, I more classify than it yeah, classified yeah. finishers. That's one of my favorite ones to, to hit oh, yeah. each and every week. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I, I love to see how much it's continuing to grow and obviously become legal and more stable
2: oh, continue to get. And uh I never been the type to bet practices or qualifying. Oh F1 man. gives you that market, and not does yes. not only does it give you that market, it gives you just as much top threes, top twos. Who's gonna win every head to heads. everything and we find trends we find all sorts of things i used to call the guys in our, our discord Idiots for for betting them, but then I started learning from them, and I'm like, wow, uh-huh. there's actually a trend here with free practices. I didn't realize that, so it's it's just kind of funny how that works. And
0: and yeah. that's I've I've loved that part of it too because when I first got into the free practice once I was doing the same thing as you. Like I was yeah. looking back through the finishes, and I was like, wait a second, Max doesn't always come out as the fastest yeah. because he doesn't always come out on the soft tires right away. They're trying different yeah. compounds. They're trying you know, whereas maybe Ferrari always comes out, tries to lay out the fastest for the practice and then yeah. goes in the in the pits, right? It's like or or yeah. if I want a DeVries versus a uh, uh, sergeant bet in practice, like that's I can watch that too,
2: yeah. and like last year, I think the one of the biggest trends that we caught early on, I, I don't want to take credit for that. I think I would I'll say my group caught that early on, which was Mercedes Hamilton and FP one loved to sandbag. I mean, fP one is just all about testing at the end of the day but he didn't care about like posting the top speeds. He might go like half the track very fast and then cut it off. And then we just kept seeing Russell was beating him every time in the head to head and they kept pricing it at pl- uh, positive odds for him. So they, we all were tackling it. And then for me, I got in the tail end and then they started learning from it. So
1: yeah, definitely Trent's. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there a few times where it's, you keep hitting something and then all of a sudden it, it drastically changes you like, Damn
2: it. You know, <laughs> I I do want to make one last comment on the books. They have been a lot sharper, for sure. It's been a yeah. lot more challenging this year. I saw it even last year towards the end. They've definitely gotten a lot more sharper with how they are pricing and, you know, they'll catch it pretty quick now, unlike before the good old days. Yeah. Well, it's because I think
0: I think the audience for it has grown obviously, yeah. and that's it why totally more yeah, more people have started betting on it because of your guys' show.
2: I, I'm going to say it's Cody and Rod, too. Ah, I mean, this is this know. is what like I mean, again, like we're this is the exposure, right? This is what they they're listening to. You guys are listening to us probably right now. So like they definitely <laughs> are. Wait, somebody's listening to this. Yeah, We've already said that the books <laughs> maybe. do. We've already oh, no. made our pleas
0: for books before. And, and every <laughs> once in a while, we think that they are listening because they changed something. So I, I don't want to I don't want to say that they are. But, you know, maybe they are. Who knows?
1: Yeah. But I yeah. mean, like before obviously we started our show and before you started your show, like there wasn't much out there. As no. far as as shows for for betting on f1 and, yeah. and so i think that you know combined with the community of it growing that and obviously Absolutely. you know the disc i mean you guys's discord is in i'm in there and it's insane it's there's so it's, much action going on there i i can't it's keep wild. up half the time but uh it's great yeah. and, and people find different things and we've similar with ours uh we, we we've got our discord as well and yeah. It's great to see different people have different options and and notice different things and and catch different things and and you, sometimes yeah. you can catch the book sleeping on something and, and uh, sometimes you have to create it's... private
2: channels <laughs> and talk about it between your yourselves before yeah. you post it out because
1: yeah make sure you can get your bed in there before you tell we have, other people
2: we have some bookies we have especially one from uh, DraftKings in our in our uh, ah, in our Discord ah. so that's why you have to be careful yeah, sometimes what on what you say. <laughs> So if you find something, keep it to yourself, make your bet first, and then... And and then say, And
0: then be like, hey, guys, guess what? Oh, it's gone. I'm sorry. (laughs) That sucks.
2: Screenshot. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: is what you could have had, but unfortunately, no. Uh, So listen, let's talk odds then. Let's talk about how the progression of the odds have, have shaped up, not just... This season, but toward the end of last season, too, because you had talked about how they were getting a lot more sharp and, and a lot more on it. So, you know, we talk about Max Verstappen every single week as, as the favorite, and he's the runaway favorite, and he's always minus 250. Um, I know that Cody and I tend to say every single show, like, Max Verstappen's going to win. Like, that's what you work off of, right? Whether or not you want to put anything on that 250 is on you, because it's probably going to happen. But <laughs> we're, we're trying to get people to say it's a lot of juice to drink. So yeah. find other ways to bet mm-hmm. it, or we find interesting ways to do it. What do you? How's your approach when it comes to that? And what does your guys's gang really say when it comes to betting on max? Because obviously, it's it's kind of an elephant in the room.
2: Yeah. No. Totally. Like, no one wants to. It's a huge risk, right? Like in, when we talk about betting, it's all about bankroll management, right? You know, yes, you can win three, but it all it takes is that one that can put a pretty big hit, especially at like 250, minus 250 odds. Uh, I think some of the creative ways, uh, I'll go back to uh, Miami. Um, we Yeah, Perez got P1, but everyone knew, like Max would just go up the field and get for, so um, they have, a, a. I think the UK market calls them each ways. Let's just call them, the the, not the straight forecast reverse forecast where you can pick one uh, first or second place um typically they'll price that so if you really believe red bull is going to be one two you can find max and perez at like maybe minus 110 and if you're lucky you could probably find it at plus 120 which you should probably take right away in a situation like that which a lot of the guys did last uh in miami um you can find those options other ways. Like it, it just depends on tracks too, right? Like, uh, you got to factor in like how much pit time there's going to be in there. Um, so you could pay maybe bet like, you know, 10 seconds still, uh, max to win by 10 seconds or more. Right. And that could be, at maybe positive odds, but there's definitely markets, um, and, and each book's going to be different. Right. But, um, I know with Bovada, for instance, they, they always place those odds. They always have win the race by five plus 10 plus. Uh, so those are different ways you can bet max. Uh, otherwise, honestly, uh, we've, we've talked kind of, we just touched on it a little bit. There are other bets you can make that are going to be more profitable for you. Yeah. Um, go for Alonzo podium, try to find that moment. Leclerc may stick it in and actually get that top three. I don't know. Like those, those are the opportunities you should probably look for. Um, And then I last thing is I know some team, uh some, some of the guys out there can parlay. I can't, but a lot of them do parlay the chalk. I mean, it's just, sometimes you just got to chalk it. Like you just take Max Alonzo and then pick that next person who's been dominant at that track right and then you just parlay those three so
1: yeah so all that being said so so early odds for monaco here max is minus 135 over on mgm so what are your thoughts i mean is that you hammer it because it's so low or is there a reason you think that it's that that low of i mean that's almost that's like That's crazy to see him that low. It's it's crazy that minus 135 is a low number, but that's very low compared to minus 250 has been his standard so far this year. I mean, he's coming off of, you know, a couple of wins so far. He won here in 2021, I believe. Yeah. uh, Any idea why it's that way or what you would do with it? You know how
2: sometimes you go shopping and you see a sale and you're like, why is it this cheap? What is what's (laughs) wrong with it? right yep. this is kind of one of those moments for me where i'm like why well i kind of do know why it's because monaco is one of those tracks that is it, it's a hard track it's it's really a you've got to be a driver t- to take on this this track it is um it's not like it, it the streets are very narrow um it's bumpy it just you have to have high downforce it's very tricky it's very it can get technical so and i think max is probably i don't think he's won or he has won one at monaco if we and i don't have the history i've watched so many races i can't even remember but there's never been a straightforward winner every any time at at monaco and especially if we look at last year too um That is why they're so. I think the books, what they do most of the time when they price these things, they're going to look historically at the the races before. That's how they're going to benchmark first. Cause I don't know what else they're going to factor in, whether it's like current data this year or or whatnot, but they're always going to first look at history. And they've probably seen that they think that if you put it at minus 250, then you got to bump all the others, right? The you got to bump Perez, then you got to bump Alonso, which they probably want to protect themselves a little bit. They want to keep it spread out. So, um, I personally just, I'm not going to be the one to chalk that. I'm going to be looking for like top three. Um, I know a few of us already love Alonzo for potential top three. I know one person in our discord actually thinks it could happen as a win, but, um, I just, I just feel like it's trappy a little bit, but if, anything this is the moment to take on a minus 135 on max if you really believe he's just going to go straight out and dominate and i also think there's the the narrative of perez right king of the streets um which he's proven that sure but that's that's not always going to happen right there's other great race drivers there Leclerc's also he's been pretty good there that's another thing too he's that's his home race they're going to think that this is his time to shine so um yeah for me i just i am sorry i i I just don't want to do it just because it's like this is a refurbed item open box on the (laughs) shelf and i just i don't i would rather go put my money somewhere else it's just this the way i operate even though people might think oh this is great value i'm sure it is but it's just not for
1: me so and which is fine it's just fine it it sets off those alarm bells right like you said it's it's that thing where you're like what is this is this mispriced did somebody did somebody put the wrong price tag on the shelf here yeah. what's, what's so this, going is, on? this is one of those items where you
0: you know this price tag is on but they take it up to the register and it scans as something completely different they're like <laughs> yeah. "Oh no this is actually this price <laughs> and you're like tags, oh right? come on man but no to <laughs> hey, your hey, point man. to your point capper though uh they have he has only one win here and he finished third one here last yep. season so like yeah. he's human so yeah. yeah, and a track like it, this, it's not, it's not a given. And it's
2: not, it's not about straight line speed here, right? There, it's, it's, it's all about, and it, it goes back to my the comment I made first. It's, it's about the driver, and not yeah. Max is a great driver, but he's going to make mistakes. Every single person makes mistakes on this track. All it takes is that one mistake. One that's
1: small mistakes here it's too. Small, then. yeah, big it, time, yeah,
2: exactly. And and I just, uh, for me, for Monaco, like I would rather place my my extra cash on a head-to-head when I see the data. That's how I I usually operate. I like to see data, then make my, like, head-to-head. And that's where my bread and butter is, you, typically. So.
0: And he's not patient either. That's the thing about it. Like, he doesn't want to to be in the, in the field longer than he has to be. So, you know, on a yeah. track like Monaco, his impatience could get... We talk about NASCAR with Ross Chastain. You know, his aggressive yeah. driving style sometimes takes him out of the running because he gets mixed up in some stuff. And and Max Verstappen is a little bit of the same way. I mean, obviously he manages the way through it. He's but a hothead. He's a hothead. Mm-hmm. He'll yell at his his, his uh, guys on this pick box. He'll yell at you know teammates. It it doesn't matter. Like he's not even happy when he finishes second. He's just like you know up, Perez. It's,
2: yeah, and per- and that's in Perez. I think it's just like Perez and Leclerc in this situation. That I'm throwing in Alonso too. Those 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 guys are going to give them a, a a challenge i think um it's not going to be about the car as much as the driver so this is like one are those races where getting into qualifying it's actually pretty fun yes the race might be unentertaining but like this is the point where like getting into that to, to set the grid is where everyone should try to focus their attention on
1: yeah and to your point too of these being close races uh, 34 times at the monaco grand prix it's been won by less than 10 seconds yeah less than five seconds 25 times uh less than a second eight different times and then the last 10 races 4.869 is the average uh separation so it does it isn't prone to to big uh there has been four times in history where where the winner won by a lap or more <laughs> yeah i think you have to go back a while for those probably but uh
2: for sure so don't don't hit the 10 plus second might be uh yeah yeah,
1: which that's good as we look forward like might Mm -hmm. be that that zero to nine seconds or zero to ten seconds whatever margin where it's priced of course uh yeah yeah might be might be well worth looking at for sure for sure
0: and yeah. he only look the only lap the only laps that he's ever led here too came in 2021, and that's all 78 laps that he's led. He didn't he didn't lead a lap at all last yeah. year. So it makes me wonder though because because you know how dominant he can be, you know how dominant he is. So like I, I mean I'm not looking when we go to the I, Monaco bets we're not we're not going to suggest,
2: but it's still, no. And, and, and yes, I'm not saying don't bet or bet it. I'm just, just giving my cautious opinion on how I approach it. Um, but again, if you are, um, risky type and you like, you want to bet it, this is the weekend to bet it. If you are that confident, I'm just the type that likes to be patient, see the data. And especially I know this track. If anything, the one bet, and it goes back to one of the guys, I think he already placed this bet. They have this market already in UK UK's light years ahead of us, by the way, and he's already got an Alonzo bet. So it's one of those things where I'm totally aligned with what he's doing. And I think that that's who I'm going to be targeting, uh, especially for a track like this.
1: Yeah. So I was trying to find it here. I think it was bet. Rivers has podium finishes available. If I'm able to quickly find it. Yes, so Pereira, uh, Alonso, he's plus 100 for a podium. Uh, 10 to 1 to win, so. Yeah, I'm trying to see what he
2: actually, what he got. Let me just quickly see. Yeah, if you can find, be interesting.
1: He, yeah, I've heard, I've heard the UK books are just oh. Yeah, like you said, light years they're, ahead. They're absolutely amazing. They're
2: everywhere, man, and so. they got these crazy names and everything. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing. But no, he got he has an each way on uh, Alonzo. It looks like to win, so that means first or second place, or no, first through third place. Ooh. That which is nice, and it's at nine fifty to one. Or like eight fifty to one, it looks like. Nice. So there you go. I mean, that's pretty good. Like they, that's one difference too. Is those books they they tend to get the lines out. They get them out fast, yeah. and um, they can take advantage of it pretty well. Well, yeah. Alonzo does
0: well, yeah, have two this. wins on this track. I mean, granted, they yeah. came back in two thousand six, two thousand seven, well, but
1: everything the, he did that was good was about. That he's long the goat, gone, man. <laughs> he's the goat. Yeah. So I mean, it's if you great think to see him. I mean, yeah. I wasn't a fan back. I didn't watch back then when he was good, but it is great to see, you know, an older guy that you know it's kind of been rough for the last few years kind of have that resurgence and all of a sudden he's he looks good again, right? Uh, it's
2: just it's so fun. Like he's one of my favorite drivers. Um, it's just the personality and everything. Yeah, the personality, sure. exactly. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got that
0: smile, that that smile that you like, you look at him and, and if you want to be mad at him, they're like, I can't be mad at you, man. Look at that smile. Look at <laughs> look at you.
2: Um, I would I would recommend uh that you watch his uh series on Prime Video. He has something where it follows him around. Really? Uh it's Ooh. on Amazon Prime. Yes, it's, it's some of it subtitled, but it is definitely uh something I've just thoroughly enjoyed. It's, it they actually tracked him from 2020 to 2021, I think. So if you're interested in that, you should watch it. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I hadn't uh
1: hadn't seen that yet yeah uh looking at the futures market so there's some Mm -hmm. constructors championship without red bull odds and there obviously red bull is is likely running away with that but without them um you got aston martin at plus 150 mercedes plus 150 ferrari at plus 260 anything that you really like there or or any thoughts on that or not really something you'd be too interested Uh, in i mean so when
2: it comes to futures but um and this is beyond f1 i'm typically not a fan of doing it just because uh like i do it with nfl every so often unless i find the right odds um but to your question if i had to pick honestly what scares me about uh aston martin is stroll like he's had his yeah. issues right he yeah. uh, we, i'm not worried about alonso I, i'm worried about more about stroll F- and mercedes you, you know we can say they're struggling all you want and um, whatnot but they've They've had some pretty good performances so between both drivers too so you have two world-class drivers too in in there so that's what worries me about wanting to take that plus 150 so you'd really have to have a lot of faith in stroll to just be clean throughout the year yeah. not saying you have to be dominant but just be clean um ferrari i think at was it plus 260, plus 260 you said yep. i mean that's a gamble um i mean it, if you believe that they will actually get it together and and at least be consistent throughout the year, they might challenge um, Aston Martin and Mercedes. But to be quite honest, I think just it's just begging anyone to take those bets right now. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just not interested in it. But if if I had to pick, I'm going to pick Mercedes but I'm also biased. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and what's crazy is that when you look at what, and each one of the, each one of the teams outside of Red Bull has that, like, like Russell is better than, than Mm. Lewis this time around, right? For for right now. And then uh, you look at Ferrari right now, signs is actually performing better than Leclerc overall. I mean, and and it's just kind of the way it goes like each one has its 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 pillar and then the one yeah. that's a question mark right now. So it's
2: hard. You might as well. You might as well just bet every race in that implied way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like Aston Martin's uh, if they're in second place right now? Do you feel like they're actually going to dominate at this track versus a Mercedes or go find the head to heads and place? Whatever money you're going to do there and throw it in that then. Um, that's just the way I look at it. Uh, um, yeah, what what was Alpine's? Just curious. What what are they at? Um, Alpine is. <laughs> that's a lot of zeros. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just curious. I'm not saying do it, but just curious.
1: One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. There's five zeros after the one. So, wow. I mean uh, that uh, plus, like
2: you might as well six. throw like tell. a. Is that five or
1: is it six? There's so many zeros. I can't tell how many it is. It's yeah, it is. Like it is six. So, uh, or. Yeah, it's so it's 500. plus hundred. Yeah, but it's plus a hundred. Yeah, plus one hundred. Okay. Plus, yeah, yeah, like or plus, yeah, plus one hundred. I mean, whatever.
2: Hundred thousand. Having your money yeah. locked up until November, this is just not for me. Um, I yeah. will say some of the futures bets these before the season started, the guys really nailed on some of them, which uh, were like you know nineteen twenty to one Red Bull to win twelve uh twelve plus wins or something like that fifteen plus uh, max right. However the reason why I've also been cautious about F1 futures is about like what just happened to right. cancel the race. We're currently having situation. I mean, the, the, everyone had these bets and because uh, the race looks
1: that out, yes,
2: they can <laughs> void it. They can say, yeah. Oh, our T's and C's now say, you know, you have to complete, mm-hmm. you know, 22 races. And you know, there's, it, it's just, it gets wild. And we had a situation like that happen at the end of last year. I don't want to get into that but that's just just it's just like nah, i'm not interested in that so
1: yeah yeah i, I would agree as far as that goes and it, it it's a long time to tie
2: to tie money up yeah far as yeah go. so if you're gonna have fun just do it on that alpine ah. yeah there you go <laughs> or again <laughs> it's
1: worth a couple bucks right <laughs> find, yeah. that,
0: find that uh that uh joe guanyu versus magnuson bet and lay down yeah. something at the back of the field
2: right Let's... yeah for sure for sure. Why
0: not yeah. have fun watching the entire the entire ticker and and sweating the whole thing? Absolutely. Hey, Max is, Absolutely. Max
1: is only minus eight hundred to win the driver's championship. He just Only put it all in that. And just wait. it's a guaranteed return, basically.
2: <laughs> See the I would say if you're gonna play futures, you either do it before the season or you do it like I did do it last year when Max had a couple DNFs early on. I was like, you're kidding me! Yeah. I can get Red Bull at plus. You know 200 for
1: oh, yeah because the structure Clare started the season so good like i, it was I like, mean that
2: was the opportunity i jumped on right yeah. on max on that that is the time you take it on but like right now
1: there's not really yeah uh, yeah i did great i think i got lewis hamilton god i think he was like five and a half wins so i hammered the under on that which is yeah just, i mean those are ones those are good He's ones. not. he's he yeah. might get one. If you're lucky, maybe. like there's no maybe. way he's getting a five and a half. Like maybe. So yeah. that's just, yeah. But you still got to wait all the way till November to catch that. Yeah. Out. yeah so exactly. That's the
2: part that sucks.
1: He'll run yep. five and a half
0: races between now and then.
1: <laughs> I, I just, that's about it. Uh, five, <laughs> yeah.
2: five and a half laps. <laughs> five and a half <laughs> yeah. overtakes is what I think you're going to go
0: for the rest of the season. I poor guy. Um, there you go. All right. So let Max had to come from somewhere. And obviously we're starting to see a, a, a newer crop of drivers come through. A la Nick DeVries, Vries. la logan Sargent, is there anybody within the last couple of years that you've been watching and paying very very close attention to and betting on that you think could be the next guy that we're talking about in a couple of years that may be taking on some of these older guys because lewis doesn't have forever alonzo doesn't have forever like you know we got some guys that might be going out
1: max has a long time
0: Uh, matt we're (laughs) we're gonna be talking about max until i'm dead so (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh
2: man uh so i don't want to put any driver it, i don't think it's fair but i don't want to put any driver on like this is the next max next right. Lewis oh Hamilton. hell no. no yeah yeah. that's yeah uh but initially i did i, I did like Ocon and what he was doing i still do i mean a lot of these guys are still raw, trying to learn things he's one of those drivers that i i really do think he has those skills in the race i mean not qualifying and whatnot i think that's more of like car setup and whatnot but he he does have this aggressive style and he will he'll keep into a race and give himself a chance um he's one of them russell i still believe is one of those drivers so i did um i'm the one that had been crying about Leclerc not being who everyone thinks he's been and I've been saying it for a while people probably called me crazy about it but I I think it's now coming into fruition and I remember one guy asking me well who would who's better than Leclerc and I said Russell and everyone was just gasped like are you crazy like you're you I, I yeah. love Russell so much R- Russell is. Yeah. Russell is he can be that guy um but again a lot of these guys need time right? They yeah. need to develop. It's it's like in baseball, you need time to develop. Hockey is the same way. Th- that's They just need time out there. And then lastly, I've been hearing a lot about Piastri. I haven't followed him a whole lot. I know he's dominated in, in the F2 series and whatnot, but I've been kind of impressed with what he's done in a shitbox that he's had. Um, But I've been quite impressed with some of the racing he's done. He's showed some flashes of really good racing skills. He is definitely one I am going to keep an eye on. I mean, I hope if he get if McLaren gets their car right and, and gives him an opportunity, he, he could be up he could be up there definitely at one point.
1: Yeah, so. he's, he seems to be like the, the big young name, but I agree with you on Russell mm. and the fact that Russell gets to learn from Lewis now. Yeah. Like that's so valuable as far as He's already in a good ride. Sure. It's not been the best season for Mercedes, but they're going to figure it out again. Yeah. Eventually he gets to learn from Lewis and, and watch from Lewis and, and Lewis seems like he's not max, right? Where he just absolutely yeah. hates his team. I mean, he's still Lewis, but, I think he he will at least help somewhat in guiding him.
2: Yeah. And like, you know, Russell may never turn out to be a max level or Hamilton level, but he's still he could be he will definitely be up there. I the way I say he will be a great driver. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between excellent driver, top tier, great driver, and then just being a, you know, good driver in F1.
0: I can only imagine that you know the way people are, are viewing Max Verstappen now is the way I viewed Jimmy Johnson when he was dominating in NASCAR. I absolutely loved it as a Jimmy Johnson fan. Everybody else hated it, but mm-hmm. he was on top for so long and then when he finally stepped away, it, it left that void. But Max has no no I mean he, the dude's like still so young. I wonder yeah. how long he can stay up top and how long he can he can keep this up.
2: I think he He's he's definitely a different animal than the most guys. Like he's just so focused. He's got just superb skills all across the board. Like he can control a car. He loves a car that is very tail happy, and that is very hard to do. Like, and especially in an F one car, he prefers his car to be a little bit more oversteery, as I would say. And he just he just knows how to control. He's just so focused. I mean, it helps that his dad also raised an F1 as well. And he has some of those, but, um, and maybe it's the Dutch in him. I don't know, but it's just, he, he's so zoned in. You got to respect it. If you don't like him, if, I know he gets bashed by his personality and I think it sometimes uh, it's just him. It's just his, that's the way some people are from the Netherlands. Um, I don't think people really fully grasp that, but, um, He's, he's really, really good. Very, very good.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think we all agree on that one. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very good. Just
1: just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great points. Yeah.
0: So then when we talk about just betting overall, I know your guys' gang loves to, to toss out. But you said you have, yeah. you have folks from the UK uh, all yep. over. Tell us a little bit more about this uh, F1 money gang that you guys got going on. A lot of great folks, a lot of great F1 minds in that group.
2: Yeah. And and I think you guys hit it before uh, when we were talking about it, like, hey, no one's really betting F1 and and whatnot. And I was just doing it for fun, right? I was just, I was actually making my friends, my close friends, a lot of money in 2020 (laughs) and 21. Um, And they were like, calling me F1 capper as like a joke. And they were like, why don't you get your stuff online? I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I just I like doing it this way, whatever. Right. And then I created my Twitter handle. Next thing you know, you know the twenty twenty two season starts. I get a you know DM from Lights Out Bet F one, not the blog F Lights Out Bet F one. And then a few a few others joined in as well. We make uh, and we just ended up creating this Discord to say this might be an easier way for us to to collaborate, talk. We're and we all shared the same you know information we were all pretty aligned uh, first in everything and we had it open it was just open for anyone to join next thing you know we turned this thing from like hey it's just a fun thing for us to talk about and share information to wow we got like 500 people now in here and then we start hearing some feedback like hey what about like can we get data on pit stop times can we get so we just started just building everything so we we have been getting really deep into the data as well so we are connected with um, the f1 uh, api so you can just pull in the data really quick after every session and we can look at it a little bit quicker um and then we're like why not do a podcast let's just start a podcast and then we just saw more and more people were joining us and um we just said this is this is really taking off and um, we built it to what it is. F1 Money Gang is what the name is. Um, we have podcasts now. We actually have partnerships as well. We have a partnership with Underdog Fantasy, uh, Grid Rivals. Uh, I think maybe you two might have been playing on that. I'm not sure with NASCAR. Um,
1: yeah, I think. Yep. Yeah, I'm in the Grid Rival for NASCAR. Yeah,
2: a yep. great app. Um, we started. Uh, we were. We have a partnership with them as well. Um, and yeah, it's phenomenal because we don't just talk about the F1 data and information, but we're sharing like, where are we seeing lines? Where are we seeing misprices? And we get it, everyone has a niche focus in a market. And that's what I've absolutely loved because I came in as a guy that just hammered some, sometimes when it wasn't max, I was winning. I just went at the top, you know, winner and top three and then head to head. And then I got all these other guys that are like focused in completely different markets lights out bet f1 loves to do pit stops and then you know some guys just focus just on fp1 right like we were hitting every market and it's just been absolutely phenomenal and um we just hit a thousand users on discord and it is going to be officially a year i think next weekend when we started that discord so pretty good growth um pretty awesome stuff
0: yeah that's good stuff that's a good community right there
2: yeah, it's awesome. And you know, we we accept anyone, right? We 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 have a bunch of NASCAR guys too that love to talk NASCAR and we're like go for it, talk about it, you know. Um and then lately we've been trying to push a little bit more with IndyCar. Uh we <laughs> few of us are really into the IndyCar uh, scene too. So that is definitely something we've been uh putting a lot of focus on as well. So
1: yeah. IndyCar is it's definitely lagging behind a little bit as far mm-hmm. as the the betting aspect but I, i'm just happy we're getting lines earlier in the week now it, <laughs> last year it seemed like we wouldn't get stuff until like saturday and then the races on sunday it's not always the greatest selection of things but yeah it's, it's getting there
2: <laughs> i yeah i'm still struggling on my end to find the lines um because i'm limited on some some books but it's at, yeah it's just it kind of sucks i'm not gonna <laughs> lie because i don't want to wait until the last minute to see something and then i'm like right. oh geez i only have like an hour and right. not even and yeah. uh yeah unfortunately, it's, I, really I hope
1: thing. i hope to see indycar continue to grow because i i want to i want to see that area get more like f i mean f1 obviously i think is the most advanced nascar's advancing along too yeah and then indycar is just so far behind at the moment but I hope it continues to grow and continues to get up there, and and someday we can have it you know, on the bigger platform. Oh, too.
2: there's, there's, there, yeah, that would be so <laughs> awesome. Like if you can yeah. give us the same markets as like IndyCar, I would
1: love that. I
2: didn't even get any lines for um the first race, and I think it's wow. because they were so focused on uh, March Madness at the time. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, version. that's unfortunately the motorsport sometimes can get swept yeah. behind if the NFL is going on or or other big things are going on and just kind of get forgot about and, and left on the back burner sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. No, hey, but I really do hope it does come out.
1: So speaking of IndyCar,
0: you guys... <laughs> I'll let you guys actually tee this up because this is your guys' cup of tea. They're, they got a big race coming up, right? There's something... I, I I don't what? know. What's that? It's at a local <laughs> Boomers, right? Right? There yeah. where they they go around in the go-karts.
2: Somewhere in Indiana. <laughs> oh, that's
0: yeah, that's it. Somewhere so, over there. Obviously big race Indianapolis 500. I I kid, I kid. I know what's I know what it is. Um, but I mean, I guess we could use this platform, why not? It's our show, we can do what we want. To give maybe a little early lean if you guys have some some favorite bet that you have during the Indy 500 all. I know Cody's been chomping at the bit for indie stuff and he's already been digging into it so uh, i know you probably are too capper you've got your stuff going on so what are you guys looking at for the indy 500 tell tell some folks where they should be looking uh, as we get ready for this big race
1: go for it capper
2: yeah uh, i know um so some of us have already hit on this and actually someone in uh, both discords uh for us had been mentioning this early on but uh sato to win was like at 28 to one or something like that uh, at the time. I actually didn't put he's, a whole a lot, but he's down to
1: 13 to one at 13. To one now. At right yeah. now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, I mean, because the practices have started and, yeah, and he's, he was fastest in uh, one of the, I mean, practices. he looked good yeah. even today. P
1: three. Yeah.
2: yeah. He, he looked good today. So he's dropped. I know that a lot of people are eyeing him. He's pretty, pretty damn good here. Um, so I know that a lot of people have been taking on those bets. I honestly have been trying to eye the Ganassi teams, uh, so the Dixon and Um I just the, the odds are not there for me to want to take Dixon. Oh, I so does. badly I, want to take Dixon. I you have so to take badly. right
1: after like after how oh, last yeah. year went. Yes, he he should have won. Should have yes. blown everybody away. Yes, gets the speeding penalty, just kills his day. Like makes me want to bet on him so much, but. And- he's been doing awesome too I'm, yes.
2: d- I'm looking at practice four he was even second and then he like yesterday's practice he was yeah, in, he's been he,
1: tops up at the front in, in most of these practices second so, yesterday yeah
2: so i'm gonna just um, be eyeing the others though on the ganassi team i mean erickson won right he won last year so right. and and polo actually was up there as well uh last year too so i'm gonna definitely be eyeing the ganassi team I just can't get myself to put it at like plus 600 because another thing too is when you get into the race, you might be able to find the live odds and you might be able to strike it there. Um, So that's just something uh, I'm on that Ganassi team right now. That's that's, I know it sounds maybe like chalk to some of the other indie folks, but I just can't help it. And then Pato Pato is my guy right now in Indy. He's he's the McLaren team. Uh, You know, Pato Award is is someone I'm definitely just going to throw it just to, just for fun, it's like it's like horse betting, right? You you're not you know you don't always bet, but you have to put it. It's the novelty of it. So I am going to be throwing some dollars just for fun, and Pato will do, definitely be on that that card. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I yeah, like I pretty much agree. You stole all my thunder, I guess. <laughs> but no, my bad, I mean Cody. yeah, no, bad. no <laughs> yeah. Dixon is is really the guy I've been eyeing just because of of how he should have won it last year. He's He's won one, I believe, right? Um, but has he won one? Gosh, uh, I, I don't think know he that, has. Maybe he hasn't, and that's part of part of all of it. Um, but yeah, I, I do think, like you like you said, with Ganassi, they've obviously proved to be uh, to be good in the past, and uh, and yeah, I think they're gonna be gonna be the guys to watch. Uh, yeah, it's sad that that Sato's numbers have have gone down so much as well, because uh, man, that's a big drop if they got him at, at 20 more 20 or more and he's down to to 13 now
2: yeah i said if if it's at 13 maybe it's still worth to just throw it out there again I it's really all up to your risk tolerance um but again i'm gonna i'm gonna be waiting until it gets closer but i definitely will be hitting on a few of those um if i can get them like at 10 plus odds because i think most of them you'll see like most of the good drivers will be in that like you know Eight to 14 to one, kind of thing. Um, so I, I Indy 500 is always tricky. I, I, I will admit, I'm not the best when it comes to oval racing and how to approach that. But with Indy 500, it's just for the novelty sake, that's definitely something I'm going to be pushing on. And I am going to be paying attention to like um, how these teams are consistent throughout the practices and where are they at through that. That's my way I'm going to be approaching it for sure. Were you guys
0: asking if Dixon had a Grand Prix win?
1: 2008. Yeah, I found found it. I knew he had one back there at some point.
0: I'll be your stats guy. I don't care. (laughs) Please,
1: please correct us. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and it's there's not much out other than winner odds. There is some podium odds over on Barstool that are up now. Uh, Dixon plus 185. Everybody's everybody's pretty decent plus money for a top three finish. So um, obviously, we'll continue to see more stuff as we get. Get closer into Indy 500 week. Uh, stay tuned. Maybe it might be a special episode next week for the uh, Indy 500. Uh,
2: you know, there should wow. be. I'm actually still not getting many odds. I think mine are just been taken down. Uh, here we go again, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I'm, like, blind. I don't know. So, um, other than the Sato that, you know, thanks to, uh, to one of the guys in the Discord that mentioned it. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah, I think that's all I've really seen is is the winning odds. And then, yeah, there's some some podium odds over, over on Barstool. They got Honda or Chevy and then uh, even an odd car number. But, uh, obviously, I think we'll continue to see a lot yeah. more stuff as we get, get into Indie Week next week. Which for sure, we for sure. will
0: get into Indie Week next week. We'll cover all of that. We'll cover Monaco. We'll cover the Coca-Cola 600. Man, Cody and I have got a very, very busy week next week when it comes to racing. We're <laughs> gonna, gonna cover busy it all. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. All three, all three NASCAR series next week, too. The NASCAR so series. It's all it's a low weekend, a lot of good racing. I'm I'm pumped. Yeah,
2: You're gonna nice. be at the barbecue Memorial Day weekend with the phone yeah. streaming, yeah. probably, I'm sure. <laughs> I <laughs> yep. have Get sixteen of the, screens the
0: all screens over the place. Yeah. place. Yeah. Everyone stay
1: yeah. away from me. <laughs> my
0: barbecue my barbecue's gonna have a screen in it yeah. and then <laughs> my
1: barbecue. At my house by myself so I can watch all these yeah. races. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: exactly. Uh, all right. Well, man, we have covered a lot of ground in this show. Capper, I think we could probably go on for another hour in and probably, of itself, which man. means we have to have you back on again. That's all there is <laughs> I to I really it.
2: appreciate it. Really so, do. It was, um, it was a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Why don't you let everybody know? Remind everybody where they can find you because uh, we definitely want them to follow you. We want them to get in on that Discord if they aren't already, which if they're listening, they probably are because you know they know you uh like everybody should so
2: yeah yeah no at f1 capper so uh you can find the links in there um i we do have a link to the f1 money gang uh just everything will be just directly from our uh, main Twitter account, so you can get to the articles. We are posting articles now, so y- you know you'll be able That's to awesome. catch those, um, yeah. as well as you'll see with the links to all our socials as well. And not only just me, but I, you know, again, hats off to all the guys in the F1 Money Gang. They've just done an excellent job at trying to build this thing. Would not happen without them. So, yeah. All you guys fantastic are doing,
1: follows. Yeah. Doing a great job over there. So make sure you go. Yeah, go follow all it. those Twitter handles. Follow all you all their work over there. Get in their Discord. It's uh it's a great place to be. Yes, it is. Um.
0: All right, Cody. Well, then, as we wrap up this episode, obviously, it does suck that we don't get to talk about uh, some actual betting picks. We actually had them too. So it's a little we, sad. Yeah. It's I'm a little. I'm glad sad. we.
1: I'm glad we didn't pull the trigger because we had a show scheduled for Tuesday night. And uh, we were ready to go. And I, I text Rod, and I go, "I don't think this race is going to happen. Maybe we should wait a minute here." And, I uh, said,
0: "You know what? Yeah, I think you're was... right." So you know, actually you want to yeah. hear you want to hear what some of my I, I'll, I'll just let me real quick real quick before we get yeah, before we it. end this. So <laughs> I had uh, the fastest car as Red Bull of, of FP1 at minus one fifty on on DraftKings, and Verstappen was at plus one twenty five on Caesars to be the fastest car uh, in it. Nice, in, a, a, yeah, right. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love that." Uh, and then I had both, both Aston Martin's to score points at minus 187 on Caesars. Uh, both put a Red Bull's to podium at minus 150, which I thought was crazy. And then the winner without, uh, obviously, uh, Red Bull would have been Max Verstappen. Or I'm sorry, Max Hamilton. I said Max, Max Hamil- Hamilton. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy!
0: <laughs> watch, watch my brain go faster than my mouth uh the winner without max i had as hamilton at plus nine
2: that makes more sense. there you go there you go <laughs> so, yeah the only bet i had was alpine top 10 it's just default <laughs> i do every plus 120 every week and then when they they screw up i take it i just press and then uh i think these the second one i actually put, i was i put yuki i think uh at like Top ten odds. I don't remember what it was avoided at this point, yeah, but right. Um, but yeah, those were the only two I had. Sonoda well. has
0: a top ten. That's not. I, it wasn't bad I actually. Bet I, I think he's been close to that uh, at this race before. So he's been pretty solid.
2: He's uh, sneaky. sneaky. He's been sneaky.
0: He's there been just go. on that outside cusp of like you you know he's finished and well and then he's yeah t- exactly he's he's yep. the he's the Daniel Hemrick of uh, <laughs> <He's just. laughs>
1: <It's>, uh yeah <laughs> that's that guy you're always that's what you're always watching that guy that gets I need him to get to tenth from eleven <laughs> uh, I love
0: it all right well Cody before we before we dive into another hour worth of show why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media
1: Yeah follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore You can follow the show at F one Gambling Pod and, uh, yeah, come back next week. We'll have Monaco coverage also. Uh, special Indy, Indy 500 episode as well. That'll be here and on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. So uh, check it all out next week. It's a loaded week for racing. Probably the greatest weekend of racing uh, every season is is this Memorial Weekend. And uh, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks again for joining us, Capper. This was, this was a great time. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, no, appreciate it, guys. Really had a great time.
1: So
0: make sure next week that you're either staying up later or waking up in the morning earlier so you can get the extra episodes in. I don't want you to miss them. I mean, look, if it means that you've got to make an extra trip to the gym early, then do it because you're not going to regret it at all. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez, Link in the bot. everything I got going on, whether it is here, whether it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, whether it's in between media. Check out the back road, Seth and, uh, and Elliot holding it down this week. And then, of course, uh, I've got, for frequency's sake, kicking off this week check them out as well we'll be back next week with monaco just like cody said but until then ladies and gentlemen please let's go racing i don't want any more of this nonsense of no <laughs> right so let's go racing and let it ride